0: Welcome to the Random T Random Movies podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking
1: about Jaws. This is our second annual 2 to 1 Beacon silent auction commissioned podcast. Yay! Benefiting As, the Beacon Society. Benefiting the Beacon Society. As our constant listeners. Yes. Uh, know about us, we visit 221 con every year and this is the second year that we have auctioned off um, the podcast and this year uh, Sarah won. Yay! And, Who is lovely and precious. <laughs> and she chose Jaws. She said it's like her favorite movie. Which is interesting it's because so this movie is very old. Yes, older than Sarah. I... Older than Well, it would have to be because she's
0: Younger than me, so... And it's not older than dirt, because that would mean you're older than dirt, and I do not like to think of you that way. No, I am dirt. Oh, you are dirt. I am dirt. No, you're salt.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. I get confused. Yeah. Uh,
0: Dirty salt. Yeah.
1: (laughs) The movie is not older (laughs) than me, but then again, um, anyway, so... So... uh,
0: I. How, how, how was it for
1: you seeing it after? Cause
0: it's, it's one of those things is, it's just in the pop culture. Yeah. And it was one of those that I realized it had been so fucking long since I'd actually seen it.
1: So was it. So it was almost like in watching a new movie. Kind of, but like, it's really weird because you're like, I don't remember that part.
0: Oh, I remember that part. Didn't that heart part happen earlier? Like, it's. It's, yeah, it's weird. It's kind of jumbledy. It's weird. And it felt like it felt really slow to me at parts, like at the beginning, because because it it was like my brain fast forwarded to the fun parts.
1: Yeah, I get that. So this movie is actually older than Star Wars. I know that's kind of weird. And it was uh, because it was it's 1975. Yep. And it was the highest grossing film of all time until Star Wars. Yeah, bless it. Until the War of the Stars. Uh, Jaws is. A rather iconic film in so many ways. Yeah. It's... I wouldn't quite call it a cult classic. No. No, cult implies that
0: it wasn't... That it wasn't good to begin with. Yeah. But it's just so prevalent in in society. It is. It's like it's it's always been
1: there. Well, it's the first summer blockbuster film. Yeah. It's the movie that started the concept of... We can make money in the summer. Yeah, because
0: uh, you because sa- you said that originally that's where they put crap movies because nobody wanted to go to the movies because it was the summer. So You go
1: outside. Yeah, unlike in today's <laughs> world, that. we're like, what? You want to go where?
0: <laughs> outside is where oh, the after sun seen, is. After
1: seeing Jaws, do you really want to go to the beach? Well, you would. You're you're weird. But anyway. I I
0: really don't swim when I go to the beach. I use that as a okay. Do I have a giant umbrella to shield me from the sun's evil rays because I am pale. Pale, Paley McWhiterson, and then I'm like, oh, look, cocktail, naps, and reading.
1: Oh, yeah. That is
0: what I use the beach for. I just
1: for. don't... With a nice, pleasant... But see, I can do cocktail, naps, and reading in my living room. That's true. So... That's true. So. um, But I didn't realize,
0: like, one of the... I think one of the reasons I really like Jaws is because it combines a lot of the horror elements, but it's not... It's not a monster or a zombie or a
1: like. Oh, a, it's
0: a monster. Well, yeah, but it, I don't know, like, because some horror movies, like I, I can take it or leave it.
1: It, um, <laughs> and see our miniseries podcast. So,
0: like, it had some jump scares. It had some. Yes, like, it had this mostly. Sus-
1: it was. I think it was more jump scare than
0: anything. It had the suspense. Yeah, but not. I don't know. So, like, I think it was a unique combination of. And and I wouldn't consider this like a disaster type movie. So like I think Jaws is kind of a unique thing.
1: It was one of the first high concept films, which I think is what you're trying to say. Yes, of its of its time. Yeah. Uh, the 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 high concept, which is what you're describing. Yeah. It's just kinda... it's one of the first generation.
0: And I didn't realize like the amount. Like I had forgotten about the, um, the the fake out with the kids. And they're getting everybody out of the water because oh, the, you don't see, yeah, any, you don't the see what they're looking at. You just see the close-up on the people's face and them reacting and them, like, okay. throwing babies into the water and, like...
1: <laughs> well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> because the sharks that they built... Oh, didn't work. ...fucked up. They fucked up real bad. They fucked up bad. So, Spielberg, uh, which, by the way... Oh, yeah, we should mention, this is directed by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, it was. You're welcome uh, Yeah I was I love him Uh, he, Nobody loved him at the time No
0: No He went way over budget And he way went, over schedule Oh
1: he fucked up
0: Because they wanted him To film it in a tank And he was like Nope, nope ocean he,
1: he wanted the realistic of it But because the sharks Were so screwed up Like they were supposed To be in the water But the first time They put one of them In the water It was like mm, Sink It's funny
0: Because There is a theme park Well there was there is no longer. At least in Orlando. Um, when Universal Orlando first decided they were going to build a thing to compete with Disney um, in Orlando, they had three rides. They were going to be their big blockbusters. It was going to be a King Kong ride, an earthquake ride, and Jaws. And Steven Spielberg was hired as a consultant for the whole park, and like it was this big thing. Well, I didn't realize that the cheesy-ass ride that I know and loved from when I was a wee tiny child um was the second version the first version done fucked up so bad that it literally would just every like it would run for like four hours and then it just stopped the sharks were just very temperamental and on opening day steven's the rumor is that steven spielberg and his family were on the ride when it stuck and had to be evacuated oh that's lovely because it was a water ride so uh
1: so
0: i feel like that's in keeping
1: with the uh well, shenanigans that is jaws the actual movie the original budget was four million that was a lot back in the day wound up costing nine. Oh my god they wanted him to film it in 55 days nope it took 159
0: oh my god steven spielberg spielberg
1: was quoted as saying i thought my career as a filmmaker was over i it heard rumors- been if it wouldn't have been a a, a hit I heard rumors that I would never work again because no one had ever taken a film a hundred days over schedule. Uh, Spielberg himself was not present for the shooting of the final scene in which the <laughs> shark explodes. He believed that the crew were planning to throw him in the water when the scene was done. They actually, that was the last scene filmed. That was the last scene. Well, yeah, because they blew it up. Well, that's, I guess. I mean, once up... you blow it up. Yeah, but. It's kind of blown up. Did
0: they blow up the actual robot?
1: I blew up something. Okay. Uh, it has since become a tradition for Spielberg to be absent when the final scene of one of his films is being shot. Oh my gosh, what a nerd! That's where it's it's his what a giant lucky movie socks. nerd. Yeah, it's yeah. his lucky socks. So yeah, it was it was more than doubled the budget and pretty much tripled the filming time. I mean, so... like his career
0: would have been over if it wouldn't have been a hit.
1: It yeah, if it
0: would have flopped. Oh like, yeah, it
1: totally would have that killed was, him. That was the end of which. Luckily, this is the Steven Spielberg we know and love today. Yes. But who else worked on this film that we know and love today? Richard Dreyfuss? Not who I was thinking.
0: Okay, who was you thinking? John Williams! This was, I know, this was like it for him. This was like the big thing that propelled him into his career. And I'm so excited because I love me some John Williams. And this is such a John Williams score. John Williams
1: won in 1976. He won the Oscar for Best Music as well he should have it also got best film editing best sound and was a best picture nominee all in 1976 the funny part about that is in the 1976 oscar uh, academy awards mm-hmm. guess who was conducting the orchestra at the Academy Awards. John Williams. He had to get off the <laughs> to get up, go oh up, God. accept his award and then run back down and go back to conduct the orchestra. Cuz you know that
0: they don't have them on premises anymore. Mm-mm. They have them piped in from like whatever studio and da 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 da. Back then That's funny. it was, you
1: know, in a regular in the orchestra pit.
0: I mean, who else you hear two notes. Da da it's an and E. And you know what it is. It's an E and an F, by the way. There you go. I mean, you know exactly what it is. And I would. I'm he created kind of ominous cello music. He
1: did. No. Lost would not exist without. True. You I know, think it was a tuba in Jaws.
0: Oh, I assumed it was ominous cello. It was
1: a tuba, because I read somewhere who it was that played the tuba. But like, it's amazing, and it's. I. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't. Okay, I'm sorry. I wouldn't call it an amazing film. I think the bones were there. I think you could tell... I think it's better there than... There But I'm... This is my personal I think it's... I think it's better than I'm giving it credit for. I which think, sounds weird that I'm contradicting myself.
0: I will say, like, if you put it up against a lot of other films from 1975, I feel that that is a very dated period. You True. see one of those movies and you're like, See, no. I would never have thought it was a
1: 1975 film. I would have thought it was much... Like,
0: 80. Or something like that.
1: Late 70s, early 80s. But, like, I feel like... It's dated in that you can
0: tell it was made then, but I think in a lot of ways it's not as dated as it could be. True. Um but I actually enjoyed it I think more than I thought I did, but one of my only really concerns was it felt oh, really I enjoyed it. it felt really slow at the beginning and I think that was yeah. just because
1: I was like let's get to the good stuff. But because I had seen it. But I'm pro- I'm kind of biased because I much prefer a car chase scene. I much prefer yeah. uh, an yeah. action movie. I much prefer uh, science fiction. Um, it's just not my genre of movies. Well, yeah. I like a good horror movie. Well, and that, I but think, I like more Nightmare on Elm Street. But I
0: think that's what made this so interesting because it kind of was a horror movie in its own way, it's but classified also it is a horror movie. Like in the bright, beautiful sunshine with a nice boat, <laughs> and like it was. So it was kind of the juxtaposition of that with. The terror and the suspense. Oh, sure. And, and Like, sure. I think and, that was
1: really cool. And as a parent. Oh, yeah. I can, I can see the horrifying. Yeah. Um, well, and and, and even, they're on an island. <laughs> yeah, they're, it's actually filmed at um, Martha's Vineyard. Okay. Which is the first time a feature film was actually filmed there. Oh, wow. And the, the people, the residents were like, okay, can you get the fuck out of here now, please? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Uh, a lot Let's of the extras that. you see there are residents They paid him like $64 oh my God, For some amazing. shit to be in the background It's great like, I'm So uh, so John Williams was in it In it, He was never in it uh, He did the music and it's one of the things that launched his career I mean yeah. this movie Made John Williams and Made Steven Spielberg has worked
0: with Spielberg like Multiple like, times whoa, yeah. Throughout I mean, the rest of his their careers This
1: is pretty much what led him to do Star Wars Yeah Which in turn led to Indiana Jones. Which Steven Spielberg went on to do Indiana Jones. Right. And then John Williams is doing, uh, he did, my mind just went blank. He's even all the way down into Harry Potter. So his his entire career, just like, wow, this is where it started. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. So
0: this was was huge for, in a lot of ways.
1: Uh, Okay, so you did not know this was based on a book. No, I did not know that. It's based on a book written by Peter Bletchley. Benchley. Wait, let me look at it. Up. Peter Benchley. Like, I think I
0: just was like, oh, it's Spielberg. He must have written this right.
1: But his, <laughs> uh, the book itself was inspired by the Jersey Shore t- shark attacks back in 1916. Oh, they mentioned that. They do. Which, in fact, I believe that the deaths in it coincide with that. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that.
0: Like a girl and then a little boy mm-hmm. and then... And then, uh, well, there was a dog.
1: Okay. Although, you we, I, I'm going to just say for the record... We did not see it. The do- I, un- unless you see it on screen, not dead. Yep. That's not the dead. rule on
0: Game of Thrones and it's the rule for puppies.
1: The dog said, fuck this shit, I'm out. Yep. Uh, those dogs were Steven Spielberg's dogs. Yay! Not all of... Some of them were. I don't know if they were all even the same dog. But, yeah. Uh, I know that the dogs in the beginning... When they first wake up and yeah. like, oh this way the sun wasn't shining in this window before and I was like um I, there is a thing called curtains well also how did he know because that entire room was
0: bright, bright light bright but also curtains also and, and curtains and she's, are thing. and she's like why is it so bright and I'm like um y- even the piddly ass weak ass curtains that you have. Are not closed, yeah, true? Damn but it, I know woman.
1: the I know the dogs at the beginning were death precious, and I'm pretty sure that dog that was playing in the water was also Spielberg's dog. Yay. So, so there's that. Um, but the screenplay uh, was written by Carl Gulib. <laughs> if you're new to us, Janya has um, a <laughs> mild <speech>.
0: name specialness. <laughs> So yeah, God.
1: oh God, God, do I have to look it up? I can show you the word; it's right there. Well, I'm not over there at your oh, computer. I'm just gonna um, look it up. He did, and he, he did go on to do. Uh, there are three sequels because there's oh, he jaws. Did all of them? There's Jaws, Jaws Two, Jaws Three D, and Jaws: The Revenge. He did Gottlieb? not. Gottlieb. Gottlieb is Gottlieb. That yeah, we have a guy at work with okay that has that name. Yeah, Bless Gottlieb. you. He did not write on Jaws: The Revenge. He looks old and curmudgeonly. He was the reporter in the movie on the beach where he's like this fun in the sun. Not, not the TV reporter. Oh, the the paper. He's he's following everybody around the entire. He talks about. Oh, we'll get this hidden down behind with the ads and the back pages where it's real small. Okay, he's the newspaper reporter. Oh, that's funny. The TV reporter was Peter, who wrote the book. Shut up. That's really cool. I'm waiting for so, Jaws.
0: The Jawsening. The Jawsening.
1: <laughs> now, Benchley did later regret that he wrote the book. Really? Yes. Because it did bad things for sharks. Yes, it did. Yeah. And they're,
0: they're not like. Like, they're very misunderstood because of this because film. Because
1: of this film. And, yeah. And uh, it did actually result in several shark species becoming endangered. Oh. And he went on the, with large parts of his life um, in the cause of ocean he conservation. No. So he just wrote a book. Yeah. So, but uh, Carl... Gottlieb? S- Gottlieb. Uh, he was, uh, he wrote on The Odd Couple. Like the series, the series he oh, okay. wrote, uh, "The Jerk." He wrote "The Jerk." He wrote "The Jerk." All
0: I need is this, is this telephone? And never, this cat. I love that. It's I, terrible. I've never seen it. Oh my god, it's ridiculous, and it's a comedy, so you'd hate it. i would never,
1: yeah, yeah, not not my not my thing. It's all um, I need. But also in Clueless, yeah, you know the priest, the priest in Clueless, priest in Clueless. That was, he, he, he. Where is there a priest in Clueless? I don't Clueless. know. That's, I was hoping you would be able to tell I'm me. Where to... was there a priest in Clueless? In Clueless. He
0: played him. I feel like I need to look that up now. I was hoping you could tell me. No. No? No. Okay. I didn't know. That wasn't like a priesty
1: kind of movie. Yeah.
0: It would help if I could spell. It was in his.
1: I would just. I went to go see what other things he'd worked on, Mr. Carl here. And so I was just going through his filmography, and Clueless popped up, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and it says priest. I'm like, "What?" Uh, priest in Clueless is not. No, no. Now, now I have an excuse to watch Clueless. Oh, again. now we oh, have to do that. Oh, that's, oh, so that's
0: terrible. terrible.
1: That's one of my guilty pleasures That and Legally Blonde You should not be guilty about that That and Legally Blonde
0: Beautiful. I love those
1: movies They're terrible I hate them I what? love like them like it's hard? What like it's hard? So, yeah 174 Which I will point out That she higher scored than higher Sam. Than Sam Winchester Yes so. she
0: did Out of 175 Or was it 179 out of 180 Or something like that She was like one point She made 174
1: perfect. Because Sam made 172
0: Yeah Like 175 is the highest you I think get. so Anyway So sorry mm. Derailment Sorry it's but fine. what did you expect from us? I know,
1: right? So that's uh, a writer-directors. There were some uncredited people, but I'll get to that under... I think that's listed under my trivia page. Okay. So, uh, shall we go over the cast as we usually do? Let's do the thing. For our normal procedure. So, top build is one Mr. Roy Schneider. 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 That's, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Who played the police chief, Martin Brody. Chief. By the way, this entire series of movies is basically the Brody family versus the Great White Shark. Oh. That's the entire... It got personal. It did. So, Roy was also in J- Jaws 2. Okay. He was only in the sequel. Okay. But he was also in All That Jazz, and he was in The Punisher. He passed away in 2008.
0: Oh, I didn't realize he was gone.
1: Uh, He was not young. Yeah. He was not young. He, he was an older fella. Yeah. But yeah, he was. Those are the only he was. He great. was in. He was in a lot of movies, but those are the only ones I kind of recognized. Yeah,
0: yeah. He was in a he was lot in of older, stuff. Yeah, older stuff. But um, I thought he did an awesome job. Actually, like better than I remember uh, rewatching yeah. it.
1: Well, the first time I watched it a couple of weeks ago and prepared for this, which by the way, it's on. It's making the rounds on. It's on uh stars. Mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. watch it on stars right now. Um. I watched it, but I wasn't paying attention. It was on. Yeah. And
0: there's so much. Uh, if you're like me, there's so much where there's not dialogue. You're not actively paying attention. It's, and yeah, when you it's actually difficult. watch it, like, he does a lot of nonverbal stuff. He does. Good stuff.
1: He looks worried a lot. Yeah, but he's good at it. He's he's very worried. But he's yeah. really good at being worried. Yeah. Uh, I Martin Brody was probably my favorite character. I felt... Like, I empathized with him. Felt very
0: sympathetic. I felt like, I was like, there was no good way for you to do this.
1: Well, and as a parent, yeah. I could feel that. I could connect yeah. to that as a parent and him being worried about his children. And then all, there's all these other well, people's children. The guilt children. of
0: the little boy and the mother that comes and slaps him. Got a fun
1: story about that later. Okay.
0: And, like, I felt bad for him because I'm like... Bitch, you don't know what's going on. Like, I know she's grieving, but also
1: like the mayor's a douchebag. And but also he did know that another woman, a woman had died last week. He knew, yeah. But he was also new in his job and an outsider. And so I think there were there were a lot of contributing. Well, and factors. the city council was it was not his fault. It was yeah. the city council's yeah. fault. But whatever. Yeah. But I think he was my favorite character, probably because I could connect to him. I really, I really most. enjoyed him. So uh, then next uh, on the cast list is Robert Shaw. Okay. Who plays the shark hunter Quint. Okay, like,
0: I had vague rememberings of him. He was in uh,
1: Russia with Love. Oh. He was in the James Bond movie.
0: I don't like 80s Bond, but whatever.
1: But but Robert Shaw died in 1978. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he was... Well, like, there is... Not a young man. If
0: you have seen the movie... And I know you haven't seen it. Uh, Audience. Um, Master of Disguise? With Dana Carvey? It's a kids movie? He does this whole thing where, you know, he's a master of disguise. And he does does this weird Quint-like impression. He's like, 29 kids go in the water, 26 kids come out. And he's just doing, like, this rambly, like, where he quotes the song like he did to... Um, to Dreyfus The
1: Spanish ladies Yes audio And it was just bizarre
0: And I kept kind of thinking Like that was a caricature
1: No he was a fucking weirdo Robert Shaw was kind of A fucking
0: weirdo I didn't realize like How much of that was n- Like Not just acting Just taken straight fr- Well it was just taken Straight from the film Like he was a weird Fucking dude in the movie And like I hated him Like yeah, he but was an asshole Robert Shaw
1: Was he what? an asshole He was a drinker <sighs> Oh that's not good He was a drinker And reportedly him and Richard Dreyfus Really didn't get along
0: Oh that showed That was not hashtag acting But how,
1: But reportedly They yeah. didn't get along But I, I, was, I was in my reading That they kind of got along privately Okay So I don't know how much of that was Animosity for animosity the Animosity for the characters Or what Hmm but I thought he played the character of Quint well Oh my god he was bizarre He was bizarre and he was weird Literally the, salty The <laughs> scene where he's talking about the USS Indianapolis Indianapolis. Um, the first time they filmed it He was so Because they were supposed to be drunk Yeah He was so drunk He just mm, They completely had, couldn't use any of it oh, And he no. came back and he said Let me try it again and he did the next one he did at Stone Cold Sober. Wow.
0: So there you go. Well, that... See, and that couldn't and make And that was things, part of the problem. That couldn't was make he things was, easier. That
1: was part of the problem in filming him. He was a little drinky. Ooh. That sucks. So... That's not great for predictability, too. But I thought too. he played the character well. He did. I didn't like Quint, but... I wasn't supposed to. You're not supposed to.
0: Yeah. So... Because he had that insufferable know-it-all... But not all the time. No, but when it came to like because that's that's the part that really killed me, like I was like, "Okay, der, her her science, uh, you know, Thomas Edison was a witch." Like, <laughs> you can have salty old people that know a bunch about like sharks and shit from like being on the ocean and you can also have like science. They can coexist.
1: But, so, but this is the character that we were presented with. Oh my god, he, he was literally like he was salty. I kind of liked him. It's terrible. I liked him. And he, like, he was that,
0: like, he's the kind of older person that I aspire to be. Yeah, right. Where you're just like, because when you're old, like, a lot of people give you a pass because you're old. Yeah. I want to be that, like, just fucking nonsensical bullshit. And you know it's nonsense, but mm-hmm. you just get to watch all the youngins around you squirm. Or <laughs> they're like, what what is she saying? Did that mean anything? That was, what the what? shark go in the water and the cage go in the water and the what
1: well and then when he did tell the story um of the sharks yeah that whole that whole bit when he did that monologue which by the way i think he delivered really well oh yeah yeah yeah. it was a very engaging it's probably one of the most engaging scenes of the entire movie
0: yeah because a lot of it felt like that set up to them getting on the damn boat Well, it was. And it was, but a lot of it felt like, okay, now we've got to move the thing, and now we've got to do this, and and then it was like, okay, now you can get the real interaction between the three of them
1: and the shark. Well, Bruce. From from my... (laughs) Bruce. (laughs) We'll we'll talk about Bruce. We'll we'll get to him in the cast. Um, From my understanding, the difference between the book and, and the show is Spielberg said when he read the book he was the characters were completely unsympathetic and he was rooting for the shark (laughs) so they pretty much changed everything except the end of the movie okay um except i don't don't think it blew up but yeah still but pretty much they scrapped the whole characters and completely changed them yeah Uh, like uh brody being afraid of the water yeah that was a that was part of the rewrite
0: i was like maybe we should oh, live and on an
1: island somebody had somebody's wife had an i think it's brody's wife had, had an affair. affair with somebody but they totally wrote that's that out because kind of irrelevant it didn't yeah it was irrelevant to the story so they yeah. completely took it out um, yeah so richard Dreyfus, who apparently has not always been an old man
0: who okay i did not realize
1: how curmudgeonly
0: he he always has been always apparently been that way. he that's my favorite character
1: so I went to look th- and he played the oceanographer Matt Hooper, which by the way is Sarah's favorite character.
0: That's my favorite character.
1: Um I just like Brode, probably because I was able to identify with him so much yeah. more. Yeah. Otherwise it would have been Hooper. Yeah.
0: Uh so He's I such went to look lo- plus you know you know the part that I de- I identified with but yet I wouldn't have actually voiced it when he comes in bottles of wine Sits down, looks at the chief's untouched dinner, and was like, are you going to eat that? Oh, he says, "What is anybody eating Is this? anybody eating this? And then he proceeds to take it and start eating, and I was like, no, oh, my God. Okay, I would have been the one that was like,
1: I want to eat that, but I'm going to be polite and not but that, anything. But in that same scene, he walks in, he plops down the two bottles of wine, and he looks at Brody and goes, so how was your day? <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Like, oh, my God, this guy knows. I love him. He knows. He's great. Oh, he was. he was great. I just... Again I just really feel like I did Yeah yeah it. So I went to go look through Dreyfus's uh, filmography Because like oh my god He's been in everything I had to dig For stuff you knew him from? For st- st- no for stuff For movies that are
0: relevant to my life Okay I had to do a little digging So is he just kind of one of those He's the
1: guy who's in stuff Really prolific But not necessarily anything that you That I personally care about But what I did find He was in one of my favorite movies Okay Red he was in red wasn't he he was in red i, love that, I love that movie but every time they so they say mobile it's like nails on chalkboard yeah anyway so he was in red he was in the tin man which was the um wizard of oz mini series they did with zoe de <gasps> he played the um wizard yeah he was the wizard yes and but he was also in postcards from the edge that's oh, the, that's the uh, yeah, that's I know Carrie exactly Fisher. what that is. That's the Carrie Fisher, uh, Carrie, Carrie Fisher, Fisher one. So mom. i I did enjoy him in in the in the film more than I would have thought. He's a Sorkin baby. I, everybody's a Sorkin baby. He was in the American President. Okay, I don't know the American President. Yeah, uh, I don't know the Sorkin of which you speak. Apparently, he's a god. I'm not. I don't know what what's up. He with makes that. good writings. Okay, so, but yeah. I I enjoy his character. I thought he was a good contrast, especially to Quint. Yes. Because you had Brody was your main protagonist. Right. And he was was more like,
0: I don't fucking care. Like, just get this shit done. Just get rid of it.
1: But then the the conflict between Quint and Hooper was a lot of fun. Yeah. The Scar comparisons. Oh, my God. Were hilarious. Oh, my God.
0: Like, but I also feel like, I feel that. I, and I related to him in a lot of ways, where it was like, "God damn it, take me seriously." Yeah, like I know what I'm but talking about. He was about. young. He was young, and of course, like in Quint's eyes, like he he looked at his hands and said, "Oh, you you're such soft. You're hands. counting your yeah. money," and he's like, "Bitch, like I." Like. Which, as it
1: turns out, Hooper was the son of a rich kid. So, but also, like, he knew his shit about sharks. He did know some shit about so, sharks, but Quint also knew some shit about sharks. Exactly. How to hunt sharks right
0: so like i feel like they were both valid in i know shit but like
1: i i, I understand that and their conflict made that scene oh yeah but it I totally... built it built up the tension yes in a yes. way uh it built up the tension for the actual fight scene for lack of a better term with that shark scene than any other any than yes. just hunting a shark would have done
0: yeah but I, I really did, for me, I identified with him more than Brody because I identified with the, you know, because I'm in my early 30s now, and for a long time when you're in the workplace, I, I and I've said this to people at work before, nobody takes you seriously in your 20s. No. You're a punk-ass kid. No, like, I don't care what you know, and a lot of kids walk out of college thinking that they know all their shit. <laughs> it's
1: true. You don't. But see, I would classify uh, Hooper as a Ravenclaw. Oh, Yeah. Quint would totally be a Slytherin. Yeah. Not not that he's a bad. He was Quint was never a bad guy. No, 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 I no, never no. thought Quint was a bad guy. But Brody? Hufflepuff. Gryffindor. He tried like hell to get them to close the beaches. Yeah, he was super fighty. He was super fighty. He was super fighty. And after when he cornered when the little boy got killed and he corners the mayor in that hospital? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, well that That was, was, pure that was kind Gryffindor. of Slytherin-y,
0: though. That was pure Gryffindor
1: He was When he's, so like, um, he's like You're he's gonna like, sign you're this You're doing this When he's like
0: You're gonna sign this But I felt like Having the paper like he Here's had a it. pen And yeah. like you're, you're gonna sign this right now So I wanted to smack The so, shit out of that
1: mayor Speaking of The, the mayor Larry Vaughn Was okay. played by uh, Marie Hamilton Yep uh, he, I don't know who that is but He okay. was in Amityville Horror Oh okay
0: Not to be confused With Amity
1: not to be confused with Amity Island, which is where this That's is located.
0: Like the Amityville horror, kind of when it, you know, when you're little, you hear Amity, and then you hear Amityville, yeah. and like it means friendship.
1: Yeah, yeah. it means friendship. Uh, well, he passed away in 1986. Okay, but I I didn't recognize any of the, his other stuff.
0: I wanted to hit. He him. was a
1: douche. Yeah, he was. He a played it really well. You're a douche, but yeah, he played a really good douche. Um, according to my research. The mayor was actually being pressured by the mob to keep the beaches open. What? That was his motivation.
0: Oh, wow. That would have been a very different prospect. That would have
1: been a completely different movie.
0: And, like, that's the thing. Even the mayor, like, I understand that their entire island economy is built upon the summer business. Like, I understand that. Mm -hmm. But also, like, people's lives. Yes. So, like, it's a... And that's the thing. Until it got really bad... It was one of those where it was like, you know, it it was just the complacency of, well, yeah, DACA. Uh, it was a propeller accident,
1: like which, that's by the way, the part
0: that was so because it was so manipulative. Yeah, if it would have just been like, I genuinely don't think that there's an incident. And da da da. But it was, yeah. That's the guy it,
1: who plays the uh, medical examiner, yeah, was an actual doctor. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, the mayor, you needed that tension and in that, order to i mean why i mean because if the mayor had just let him close the beaches there wouldn't be a movie right right so
0: well and let's like a lot of horror movies and this is kind of a subgenre are the results of people's terrible terrible life choices
1: <laughs> a lot of movies are yeah. the result of people's terrible, terrible. life choices. <laughs> because
0: let's be real good life choices not that entertaining no that's so, yeah. true those are called
1: rom-coms yeah <laughs> They even make then, me,
0: they make me want to puke. Even then, there's yeah. like terrible choices.
1: I yeah, know, right? So yeah. Uh, so then, Lorraine, uh, Lorraine, 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 Gary uh, was Brody's wife. Gary or Gray? G A R Y. Gary. Oh, Gary.
0: Why did I think it was?
1: Oh no, that's Jennifer Gray. Never mind. That's Dirty Dancing. That's a totally
0: different person. Did not
1: have any of that in this film. No. Although she did offer,
0: the shark could have lifted them. Oh yeah Oh That would have been nice <gasps> The time of my life Somebody put Sharknado together with Dirty Dancing And come up with a title <laughs> that's not Get your Photoshop ready Dirty Sharking Like that's all I can come up with right now But yeah
1: The only movies I could found for her listed were Jaws, Jaws 2 and The Revenge
0: Oh, So she
1: really hasn't done anything She was one it. of the ones
0: that reopened the ride in 1993 After Aww. they completely rehauled it Overhauled
1: it that's And sweet. yeah so, I, she could have been a sexy lamp.
0: Yeah, I didn't really get much from her.
1: I think the most interesting part of her was when she's sitting, when they're at the dinner table, and she's the one actually talking to Hooper.
0: Yeah. And when Hooper comes in, and she's like, uh, he says, I need to talk to your husband, or I'd like to talk to your husband. And she goes, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too.
1: Oh, the little boy imitating him at the table, that was oh adorable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Michael going to need some serious therapy. Yeah. Just saying. Poor Michael. Poor, poor Michael. So then that brings us to Bruce. Fish are friends, not Fish food. Fish are friends. So Bruce... All they had to do
0: was give him therapy and he would have been okay.
1: ...is the name that Spielberg gave the shark in the film and named it after his lawyer. That's awesome. Which, if you've ever seen Finding Nemo... The Bruce. shark's name is Bruce. That's where it comes. The from. The big great white, too. The Big great white. Yeah, yeah. Because he so, has so it's like kind a mako and
0: a and a hammerhead. Friend. That's a
1: that's the pop culture reference. Yep. A shark named Bruce is a nod to Jaws. Yep. So the yeah. <laughs> the mechanical <laughs> sharks that they built, they had one full. Full one, and then I think two partial ones, like pieces
0: that could come out. Yeah, uh,
1: were performed so badly, and half the time they were, their twelve-hour days. They're trying to repair it, which is where Spielberg came up with the okay. Well, let's do this without having to show the shark. There is some actual live footage, yeah, of actual sharks,
0: yeah,
1: uh, which they give credit to the who did that filming. At the very end of the credits, it's in. I can't remember their names right now. Yeah, but there's they do give them credit, which is awesome. Um yeah, Bruce. Bruce kept falling apart.
0: Well, like machinery plus water.
1: They gave him brown M&Ms or something, you
0: know. <laughs> machinery plus water not great.
1: Well, it's a whole it was a whole new concept. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the the camera a lot of the camera stuff was new. Yeah. And created for the film.
0: And like it's funny because um for the ride, they had again they had a lot of those exact same problems and because they weren't Disney they didn't have the money. No, like they. I mean, they they put a lot of money into it. Oh, Okay, they ended up scrapping like thirty million dollars for the first, and then I think they paid forty for the for the revamp. Um, but they didn't know how to do stuff like this, mm. so they had to like hire this contractor and like they they said they could have made it work with somebody like Disney who would have known how to take care of it. But so like it was a unmitigated disaster because they would have like. I saw. uh, I I looked up a video today because I didn't know that there were two different versions of the ride, and I was like, "What?" And it was a training video that was made of the original version, and you could see certain where they were just like, "I can see where the shark would have come up here if it worked," but like, but it actually like had it biting the boat, like actually making contact with the boat. See, when I went to Universal Studios.
1: (laughs) <laughs> in hollywood <laughs> in california 30 years ago <laughs> so my memory is very fuzzy yeah i remember there being something about a shark
0: yeah it it um tries to come up and attack the tram ride which is the back lot right yeah
1: and guess we did that mm-hmm. because it was during that ride that i saw the uh psycho house yes. up on the hill and yes. it's so little yes Because they they built the the Psycho House small specifically so that dude could look taller. Right, right. The entire framework. But it's still there on the lot. But yeah, I remember Mm -hmm. it being...
0: And that was the precursor for when they decided like, hey, that tram ride is really successful and we put a lot of money into it. Let's do a whole theme park. (laughs) And they didn't know how. No. But yeah, so I thought that was really... Because I have very fond memories mostly of this movie because of that cheesy ass ride (laughs) because and 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 i will say um to bring it back to the movie oh good they they were gonna end the ride with blowing the shark up and they even had
1: quote-unquote shark meat oh god that was gonna
0: hit the water like it was gonna be an air cannon and so they they actually like bloody water and like they had this, like, simulated meat or whatever, and they had a way to, like, get it back into the cannon, but it was, like, a pain in the ass. So what the new ride did is they were like, hey, Jaws 2, electrocuted. And so you get the shark yeah, on the wire. Yeah, I can see that. And so, like, I guess for me I was kind of conflating the two movies. And so I was like, oh, there's no electrocuty stuff. Because I've never seen any in sequels. I don't know that I have either. So, but, yeah. So they they tried to be elaborate with it. And that's why I was like, well, you know, you don't have to blow up the robot.
1: Well, the producers. Yeah. Who, like, bought the movie rights and tried to get this film. <laughs> tried so hard to get this film made. They said if they had actually read the book twice, they would never have made the movie. <laughs> because they did not realize how hard filming all of the sequences would be.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: They were like, well, okay, we didn't know. Well, and Spielberg
0: wanted to do it on the open ocean, which looked really cool, but I'm sure it was a logistics nightmare. uh,
1: Well, and it was Spielberg deciding to suggest the animals, the the shark's presence Mm -hmm. that prompted the John Williams music. Yeah. So the whole thing, it just, it was one big failure after another, but it ended up
0: because it wasn't being beautiful it wasn't meant to be like that but yet that's what made it so that's what gives you the suspense because you could you would have taken one look at that fake ass fin and known that it was some kids in a prank but see and and they got so close to their faces they were only Mm -hmm. a couple feet away and you see like this older man like like a middle-aged dude react freak out like Push away the child on a raft to get over them. Oh, To I get know. the fuck out of the oh, water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you got the suspense and the fear well, and, and the and frenzy of. Well,
1: also in those scenes, they're filming it from a POV. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which and, was on
1: purpose. Yeah, and um, so even you got even when the feeling. kids
0: came up above the water and they're looking
1: up and they see all those guns. That was even correct. that, like that, was a little bit of a comedic relief right before the. Shark actually did appear. Got, yeah. yeah.
0: But even then, like, I don't know. Like, you get a bunch of humans who are panicky enough as it is. And humans then as s- a whole are stupid, panicky people. Thank you. Seamen in black. Men in black. But, like, then you put them in the water where they're even more vulnerable. And it's fucking yeah. chaos. And can I just say that that beach looks like our worst nightmare? It was walls of people.
1: Oh, my God. I was like, yeah, I oh would, my would God, never. No, no. There's no. So many people. Fourth of July. You know what I'm doing Fourth of July weekend. Parking it right here. Mm-hmm. My ass will be right here on this couch.
0: And I ain't going God out there. Intended.
1: God of what? I'm not going to say. But whatever. And I'll have to listen to the fireworks from the state oh, park God. that's right over what there. What day of the week is it this year? It's like
0: a Monday. Uh, I hate that. Because the kids Monday don't or a sleep Tuesday? Good. Oh, it's a Sunday.
1: Oh, it's Sunday. Oh, wait, that's
0: June. Hold on. No. Yeah, it's a Sunday. No, that's June.
1: Jesus. Try July. Yeah, it's Tuesday,
0: which means we have to go to work on Wednesday. Oh, we have to go
1: work for one day and then. No, I have to go <laughs> to work for. I'll have to go to work on the third. <laughs> because that'll... Because it'll be in a month. Oh, yeah. Sorry, so, I work in. I hate of July. Yeah, I it ain't for the dollars. Yeah, it riles up
0: the puppums. I'm sorry. So,
1: yeah. But, yeah, that
0: beach with all those people seemed like a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I felt like a nightmare.
1: When they were doing. Everybody was showing up for the fourth. I was like, uh-uh. I was like, oh yeah, and can I just
0: like again, theme parks on the Fourth of July, I have done that and it was ill advised and stupid and it was that many like it was it was like it was terrible. I don't advise it.
1: Okay, so back to the movie. Yep. Uh we were talking about the 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 on the water level filming. Um because that's what Spielberg wanted, because Spielberg spent so much fucking money. Uh the cinematographer whose name was Bill Butler. Okay. He had to devise new equipment. Oh wow! To facilitate the the underwater shooting and uh, a rig to keep the camera stable and regardless of the tide. See, and I don't be think anybody realized and when they greenlit this. What a fucking pain in the ass! No, it was they didn't. Be a, they were like, "Oh yeah, this sounds like a great idea. Let's do some shark stuff." And there's a incorrect rumor that goes around that says uh, Spielberg had asked the art department to avoid red in all of the scenery and whatnot so that the blood would stand out more. That's bullshit because there's... uh, He picks up red paint to paint the sign. Yeah, there's red at the beach There's red, white, and blue for the fourth... There's red all through it, so that's a... That's not true. That's not true. But the... Yeah, the the shark props. (sighs) All over the place, so... But yeah, he had to actually devise... Equipment. A way to be to, able to to be able to do all of that. Yeah, yeah. Which, if you think about the underwater scenes where it's looking up and the people, you like the when Chrissy was swimming. Yeah, and you see that underwater shot of her. That's a beautiful shot for 1975. It is. Well, and that's the thing. Like
0: we take a lot of this stuff for
1: granted. Well, they had to retouch the film after only ten years because the what they shot it on, yeah. was terribly Wasn't degenerative. Well, at least they touched up because usually,
0: it, like, it's one of those we found it fifty years later and we, you know, had to restore it. Yeah, they
1: had to touch up a lot of it. Yeah, and they actually corrected some. Like there was a, a scene where the sky was a different color blue in the same scene. <clears throat> Uh, They actually, they fix stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, like, honestly, for what, now knowing what they overcame to get this movie made, wow. (laughs) I just want to give everybody a cookie and a hug and be like, you survived it.
1: Uh, Apparently, some of the disgruntled crew members called it flaws. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Uh, Spielberg takes... The ocean wasn't the only thing that was salty. He takes... Uh, Spielberg is like, it's totally me. It's totally on me. He said, I could have shot the movie in a tank or even a protected lake, but it would not have looked the same. Yeah.
0: He says, it looked like the ocean.
1: He said, I was naive about the ocean. I was pretty naive about Mother Nature and the hubris of a filmmaker who thinks he can conquer the elements was foolhardy. I was too young to know, and I was being foolhardy when I demanded that we shoot the film in the Atlantic Ocean, not in a North Hollywood tank. Well, that's
0: the thing, though. Like... They could have even gone ocean, but, like, more accessible. Like, I think Pirates usually films in, like, uh, the Caribbean and stuff like that, where it's warmer waters, it's a little bit more temperate. But, like, the Atlantic Ocean is not generally warm even during the summer. No. So that couldn't make things easier either.
1: (laughs) After test screenings there was, uh, they did some changes, which the bigger boat line, they had to up the volume on because the screams right after, you know, you see the shark. Yeah. Because I told you, that's my favorite scene is he's out there and he's chumming the water. Yep. And uh, Bruce comes up out of the water and Brody's face, when he backs His back reaction. into the cabin, and he says, you're going to need a bigger boat. They had to increase the volume on that line because the screams drowned yeah. it out in, in the test screenings. And they, Spielberg wanted to, uh, redo the uh when Hooper goes under the boat and he pulls the shark tooth out, but then that face.
0: Yeah, which
1: knowing even though knowing it was coming, yeah. still s- totally got it my looked, jump scare. It,
0: yeah, like you felt it.
1: That scene where Hooper discovers the the face, the body, yeah, or I think it was just supposed to be was a it head. just a head? Yeah, uh, well, in the shooting, it was it was a head. Spielberg spent $3,000 of his own money to reshoot that scene because they wouldn't give him any more money. <laughs> what a door! They're like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, it was shot in somebody's swimming pool oh in Encino, California.
0: Oh, my God. Using a
1: latex model, uh, they put the wrecked boat's hull in the water and to simulate the murky waters of Martha's Vineyard, they put powdered milk into the pool and then covered it with a tarp.
0: To make it look like nighttime.
1: Oh, and my to make gosh. It, yeah, and to make it fit the scene. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. I feel like... Poor Spielberg. I, f- I feel like that was an important moment, too, and I'm glad he wanted to get it right, because that was that first jump- confrontation with, oh, shit, he, this real. He wanted a better jump scare. Yeah. And it... He it, wanted to go for it. I think Hooper was like... Okay this isn't just a cold clinical thing that's This the, is like
1: Right that's the one jump scare that got me Yeah yeah In the entire movie So uh, so do you want to do trivia or goose uh, Trivia Okay. There was so much trivia
0: But um, before we do that I did want to remind folks that okay. um, We always enjoy the feedback We do um, they can email us for, uh, this or other random movies that may be forthcoming in the future, including suggestions. Um, we don't have to take them, but we like them. Um, it's can, hard to decide. It is. Uh, they can email us at randomtpodcasts, uh, at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or
1: on Tumblr
0: at com
1: or on facebook at facebook.com/randomtpodcasts.
0: And if you don't want to remember any of all that stuff, you just have to remember randomtpodcast.com, scroll to the bottom and there's links to all that shit. Yeah, there is. What else can they find on our website? Uh, all our other podcasts. So many. So podcasts. many. So many podcasts.
1: Well, we're uh right now we're about we're getting ready to wrap up uh Agents of Shield, yep. Gotham's uh see, what season are we in in Gotham? 3. 3? that's the season finale is going to be that's what next week mm-hmm. two-parter uh, american gods is going strong
0: yeah it is
1: we, we got all that going on um and this summer we're going to be covering the marvel netflix uh tv series yeah tv yeah. netflix tv series is that's not a thing is it yeah netflix series that's not a tv series though it's streaming yeah technically but, okay whatever i mean like the yeah that's the daredevil jessica jones and, and all that all movie. that do that. And it's just one one podcast per season because we love ourselves, yeah. Uh, and I think we have decided that we will be podcasting Stranger Things. Oh yeah, I was like, where are you going with that? <laughs> you were very excited. Your I was face, like, like, I was don't like, know what what,
0: what did what, we design? What are we
1: doing? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna try to get the season one podcasts in or out uh, before season two premieres on Halloween. Yeah, so I am excited forward to that. Uh, anything else You want to talk about
0: um, There is a Part of our website Where they can literally Throw money at us They if can they want to. It, it
1: says throw money at us It does uh, You can donate to us As, as little as 50 cents Helps yep. keeps the light on And our domain name And hosting Because it's not cheap And, and we... if you're like
0: Man They never do My favorite movie Or whatever the movie is That I want them to podcast 100 bucks You get to pick the movie Yep Absolutely And we shall podcast it We will so
1: or know. or a season one season one podcast for one season of a television series. Yes. Yes. One or to other.
0: I will say preferably not in the middle though because if it's something that we're not going to watch the whole thing like it will mostly just be us be confused for that season.
1: But if it's something we've already seen Unless that
0: entertains you and then go for it. <laughs> she just want to see us completely like like just picking up something like could you do season three of the original dallas yeah and we'll be like okay okay i'll be like i will be referring to characters as their actor names because i don't know who the fuck anybody is actually that (laughs) might be kind of entertaining it might be um but yeah so um just you can throw money at us if you so choose and if you don't want to and you go "Hmm, how can i help still you can go to your podcast provider of choice, be it iTunes or Stitcher or whatever, and leave us a rating and a review if they let you, or a thumbs up or whatever the hell the site Low lets you kisses, give. Low kisses, it's fine. Um, because that's just going to help uh other people find us, and um, it's kind of weird that I think are we still the number two American Gods podcast? We were the last time on we looked, on the iTunes search with no
1: reviews, with no
0: reviews. <laughs> It's kind of weird, um, but yeah. If you if you guys are enjoying what you're hearing, we would strongly advise you to do that. Um, it's gonna make us look slightly more legitimate. Shh! Don't tell anybody that we're not legitimate. So yeah,
1: we're not legitimate. What? No. Okay.
0: We're flying by the seat of
1: our pants. That's true. We totally are.
0: Well, you have a plan, but I'm flying by the seat of my pants.
1: <laughs> I always Shania have a plan. always has a plan. I always have a plan. I spent three hours of research this morning. It's yes, fine. she did. So, uh, you want to get to the trivia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. I love this shit. I went through IMDB's 25 pages. It was hard for me to not go read that, because that's how I watch
0: movies now. Trivia. And I was like, no, Shania's going to do
1: it. Oh, my gosh. So, here's the fun story about uh, the, the, the kid, the little boy who got... Kilted. How, who got deaded. Got deaded. Um, oh. So several decades after the release in 1975, Lee Ferrero, who played Mrs. Kiltner, K- Kintner? Kittner, I think, yeah. She walked into a seafood restaurant and noticed that the menu had an Alex Kintner sandwich. She commented that she had played his mother so many years ago. The owner of the restaurant ran out to meet her. He was none other than Jeffrey Voorhees, who had played her son. Oh, my gosh. They had not seen each other since the original movie shoot.
0: His last name was Voorhees? Voorhees, yeah. Like, there are actually people named Voorhees? Yeah. I feel like, I feel bad for them because their name has been tainted forever and ever. I mean, yeah. it's
1: not their fault. Sorry. But that was an adorable story.
0: It is. That's awesome.
1: Uh, so. She
0: seems like she'd be a nice lady when she's not slapping you.
1: Well, I think I read somewhere that young men kept asking her to slap them for years after that. And she would oblige, and then she finally just stopped doing it. Like, I don't mean to kink shame
0: those young men, but also, like, I'm going to kink shame them. That's weird. Yeah, you don't just ask a
1: stranger to do that. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Well, now they did ask. Yeah. Did they deserve it? Probably. Yeah. Well, you know. So, uh, when composer John Williams originally played the score for director Steven Spielberg, Spielberg laughed and said, that's funny, John, really, but what did you have in mind?
0: Um, you let John Williams do whatever the fuck John Williams wants to do, Spielberg, and I think
1: he probably learned that. Spielberg later stated that without Williams' score, the movie would only have been half as successful. Because, and that's the thing, you get so many
0: just lengths where it, there's no dialogue. It's just stuff happening. And you want to be like, suspenseful stuff is happening. But the best way to show that is through the music. And yeah, the
1: music is a my big God, part did he of do it do suspense. Yeah.
0: Again, and and it's so iconic because you hear two well, notes and you know exactly what it is. And
1: I used to not really pay attention to the musical score in movies until uh my younger child pointed out to me that listening to soundtrack music actually can help you study and focus because that music is designed specifically to be background for you to focus on a on yeah. the scene at hand. Yeah. And to engage you in this the scene. This is why I own
0: several video game soundtracks, because that is meant to keep <laughs> you focused on what you're doing.
1: Except maybe Hamilton, because that's a whole story in and of itself.
0: Yeah. That's why I, I can't, I don't do a lot of words if I have to hunker down and work.
1: Yeah, me either. So, so yeah. I have, like, there's um there's, there's a John a, Williams channel. There's a John Williams on Amazon Prime. Yep. And there's uh, the guy who did... Hans Zimmer. Mm-mm. The other one. The one who did uh, Jurassic uh michael Al- no i'm thinking alan oh, oh alan sylvestri sylvestri yeah he his. also did uh um back to the future yeah i listened to his um yeah. alan which has a lot of john great. if you listen to that prime station on amazon prime a lot of john williams stuff gets pulled into it yeah so that means jurassic park star, star wars. wars yeah it's yeah it's when i really need to hunker down at work that's what i put on yeah so according to steven spielberg uh, the making of Steven Spielberg's Jaws. It's a 1995 documentary. The shooting star that appears during the night scene where Brody loads his revolver was not an optical effect. But I call bullshit because it's in two scenes. Oh. You see it behind him as he's loading the gun. You see right. the shooting star behind him. But in the very next scene, it's a distance shot of, or- of the Orca. Yeah. And there's another one across the scene, across the sky.
0: And it, like... It'd be one thing for them for it to be a shooting star kind of night, but it's very.
1: He claims that the, the it would be they very coincidental that
0: both those shots were done on the same night when there were enough shooting stars that it showed up in both shots.
1: Yeah, I so. was like, uh uh-huh. So yeah. Uh, though respected as an actor, Robert Shaw's trouble with alcohol was a frequent source of tension during the film. That sucks. And later interviews Roy Scheider Described mm-hmm. his co-star as a perfect gentleman Whenever he was sober Ooh. Uh, according to Carl Gottlieb Book The Jaws Log Sean was having a drink between takes Oh that's at, not good At one point he announced I wish I could quit drinking Much to the surprise and horror of the crew Richard Dreyfuss simply grabbed Shaw's glass And tossed it into the ocean
0: yeah, Dreyfus seems like he don't give no fucks. He's a little shit. Yeah, he's a little... Sh- he's got short guy syndrome. He's oh, a little shit.
1: But he does it so But well. I love him. Uh, and this is where we're talking about the, the USS Indianapolis scene. Shaw attempted to do the monologue yeah. while intoxicated as a call for the men to be drinking late at night. Nothing in the take could be used. Uh, a remorseful Shaw called Steven Spielberg later that night and asked if he could have another try. They redid the shooting, and that's... They did that in one take. Oh, Wow. He blew it out of the water. See, he was a really good actor. I, f- I hate that he struggled with that, but... But at least he knew. Yeah. I guess that's... Yeah, something. it's um, something, I guess. When the shark was built, it was never tested in the water. That seems like a dumb oversight. When it was put in the water at Martha's Vineyard, it sank straight to the floor. What did they think was going to happen? It was not know. a light thing. I don't know. <sighs> Uh, in the actual Jersey Beach Shark Attacks of 1916, the sequence of attacks is similar to that of a film. A swimmer in the surf, a dog, a boy, and the leg of a man in a tidal slew. Tidal slew?
0: That shark just looked at the dog wrong, and the dog peed on it, and then it went about its and, business. And, and went away. It ran away to a farm upstate. So
1: here is my favorite bit of trivia. Okay. That's some bad hat, Harry. Yes! Yes! 16 minutes and 35 seconds. Yep. Brody says that's some bad hat harry which yep. has become the slogan for Bad Hat Harry production company that's Brian Singer? I think so. His company? That it's sounds not, about it's right. It's not Brent Spinner and that's who I no, always confuse no. the name with. It's not
0: Data. Um that's I think it is Brian Singer. That's some bad hat, Harry. And, of course, we remember it because because the TV one is slightly different than the movie one. The TV one actually says, or at least it did during House's Day, that's some bad hat, Harry.
1: Yeah, it was in, uh, bad hat, Harry was uh, a house. And And I remember, because I used to watch, I watched House... Religiously back in the day And I, and I was there to the bitter bitter end
0: I remember that like I remember sit boo boo sit good dog, good dog in the 80s
1: But if you remember the Bad Hat Harry cartoon Is Martin and Harry yeah, Sitting on the beach like, but With I a never, shark fin in the water in the background I never connected that That's some Bad Hat Harry
0: I'm so glad we did this podcast
1: Like My ki- my kids were of an age That they were around when I watched yeah, it Because yeah. they were younger Yeah I made them watch House they loved it yeah, and we will randomly look at each other and just go, "That's some bad hat, Harry." And now you know the context. Now I got a context for it. I just kind of assumed
0: that it was like an inside joke.
1: It kind of is. Well, yeah, it kind of is. Uh, apparently, director Spielberg played first clarinet for the beach scene. Okay. Random. All right. Uh, Brody's dog in the movie was actually Steven Spielberg's real dog, Elmer. Oh. I feel
0: like. What good is your uh, directorialness if you can't put your dog in a movie? Right,
1: right. Well, the dog in the beginning of The Guardians of the Galaxy was James Gunn's dog. Yeah, it was. Jaws was voted the sixth scariest film of all time by Entertainment Weekly.
0: I, I feel that. And you know, like, every single time they do any kind of a, like, montage of great movie moments of this century or whatever, there is always... We're going to need a bigger boat. Going
1: to need a bigger boat. man. And that's, that line was ad-libbed. That's amazing. Good job, is, Roy Schreider. Which is incredible. Uh, the boat is named Orca. Yeah. Where it says in, here, in real life, the Orca whale, <laughs> apparently not in the movie, but in real life. <laughs> the Orca whale, usually known as the killer whale, is yep. a known enemy of the shark and the only known predator of the great white. Mm-hmm. You don't fuck with an orca. No, you don't.
0: Like, they're mean. Well, in nature, because, you know, you gotta fight for your food and stuff.
1: After filming for Jaws was completed, Steven Spielberg said, my next picture will be on dry land, and there won't even be a bathroom scene. (laughs) He was predominantly true to his word. His next film would be Close Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which took place on land. Nevertheless, there were a couple of bathroom scenes. With Dreyfus. Uh, A real shark became entangled in a line that had been laid down (gasps) over the water underwater cage in this footage was subsequently used in the film oh wow okay Mythbusters dedicated a special episode to testing whether or not certain things in this film were plausible shut up I love me some Mythbusters so this had to go into the cast I love it when they're very specific (laughs) piano wire does not have the tensile streak needed to be used as an adequate shark catching line okay Scuba tanks will not explode when shot. Oh, that's disappointing. A great white shark can ram a dive cage with enough force to damage or destroy it. Okay. A great white shark has enough power to punch a hole in the side of a wooden boat under the right circumstances. But an example of this happening has never been documented. Okay. A shark's maximum striking force is great enough to pull the barrels under, but the Force a shark can generate in a continuous pull is insufficient to keep the barrels underwater for a significant amount of time.
0: So they can do it, but only for a short, for a minimum uh, amount of time. Oh, that makes sense. Which is
1: why I mean, so that kind of makes sense why you would do that. Yeah. Although, poor shark. Yeah. A shark cannot generate enough force to pull a boat backwards with great enough speed that waves break over the stern. Um. Shut up. It looked cool. And punching a shark in the nose, eyes, or gills will cause it to flee or at least back off briefly. Punch
0: them sharks. If you're confronted with a shark, punch it. Do not listen to any of don't my nautical to advice. It, do not
1: try any of this at home because yeah. there's a lot of shit out there that's wrong about sharks. Yeah. And I don't know diddly any of it.
0: Yeah. But uh, also don't go into an aquarium and try to punch a shark. Like, don't do that. That's just rude. We've petted sharks before, haven't we? We have petted sharks. I like petting things. Yeah you do That sounds bad and creepy yeah, but I do Anytime we go to an aquarium I'm like oh, Can I pet something
1: uh, Director cameo Where Voice on Quince marine radio When Mrs. Brody tries to contact her husband On the orca uh, Spielberg
0: I like him He's a good guy
1: uh, I think Okay I don't know how true this is But it okay. says here the mechanical shark was used in the film Was nicknamed Bruce we know that and the full body version tours around museums, while Bruce too revi- resides at the Universal theme parks and bites at tourists on the tour ride. Didn't you say the,
0: tra- the tram at the um, at the studios? Now Hollywood may be a little different now because that's a full blown f- theme park now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, th- the, I don't know if that was the same. Uh, one. it could
1: just be an old trivia because yeah, I mean IMDb. Yeah, uh, it is Brian Singer. Here it is. Okay. Brian Singer's paid Yay. tribute to the fact by naming one of his production companies after a famous line from the movie. Yeah. The helicopter flown over the beach is the Enstrom F8 slash 280, which was given the name Shark. <laughs> Medical inspector was played by a real doctor by the name of Robert Nevin. He was a bad doctor, though,
0: because he's like, I don't know, maybe it wasn't a propeller. Hmm.
1: When Roy was trapped in the sinking orca, it took 75 takes to get the shot right. Oh my gosh, that seems excessive. He did not trust the special effects team to rescue him in case of emergency, so he hid axes and hatchets all around the cabin just in case. Oh my
0: god, that's amazing. Like, I really kind of like that level of paranoia, but also dedication to his craft. Because right? Right, because he, he totally did not he was, do it.
1: He was in there.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Quint's name comes from the Latin word for fifth. Quint is the fifth person killed by the shark
0: (gasps) Quint goes in the water Shark goes in the water Quint doesn't come out the water
1: No he did not No Not this time No No Body count is eight Okay Five people, one dog, and two sharks That dog is not canon It's unproven It is unproven Uh, The shark has four minutes of screen time and it, that movie is two hours long But that's the
0: thing though You only see it in fits and starts Like if you look at Like a modern day horror movie And you think oh The antagonist It's probably even less than that Cause the whole That's why I think he started a lot of A lot of stuff with the way he filmed this Was you don't get a long lingering look Until that, the end. And the
1: shark was fucked up Well there's that <laughs> But
0: like... You're going to put explicit
1: on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I always do. I know. Just But checking. like,
0: even when you have money on a production and your villain is like CGI and stuff, it's scarier when you only
1: see little snippets of it. Oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, that, that Those really do... Me- You're... And that's... As a horror... Because while well, Jaws is not the kind of horror film I like. I like right. the more... You
0: like straight up horror.
1: I like straight up... I like Stephen King horror. Yeah. Um... Big fan of the Stephen King horror. Yeah, you are. I totally lost my train of thought. That horror. Oh, um, one of the problems I have with a lot of horror books, Stephen King yeah. specifically is what I'm talking about. Being translated. being translated to film is that your imagination will be 10 times worse than anything they can put on Absolutely. screen. Absolutely. So that's what they did in Jaws. Is your imagination, yeah, was far scarier than anything they could have put on screen. But when
0: you did see it, like it was a shark.
1: Sharks. It looked pretty sharp, like to subjective. me. Objective.
0: No, like a great a white shark. Shark, is shark, a shark looks, a shark. looks a shark. like a sh- great yeah. white shark.
1: Like they didn't try to go with a mutated or anything. Yeah. So weird. like, so like that's the thing with a
0: Stephen King. To use creepy clown as a reference. um a clown that is creepy to me might not be the same kind of creepy clown that would creep you out. So, like, you have... It's, it's so much more subjective. Well, cl- clowns
1: creep you out where... Well, yeah, but... They can creep me out if yeah. I let them creep me out, but I don't have yeah. any phobias like that, But, like, like saying that, so.
0: werewolf. You can do so much with a werewolf, whereas a great white shark, to your point, if you're not mutating it or making it like a tornado, I don't know, um... <laughs> It's a fucking great white shark. Like yeah, it looks yeah. a like shark
1: is a shark is a shark. And so, a shark, the concept of a shark in and of itself is pretty frightening because that's a real thing. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. a real um, danger. Yeah, I mean that could theoretically. Ha- it doesn't happen as much as people think it does. No, no. Again, please read up on actual science. Plus, let's be real. Humans are dumb. Like we're really dumb. I was at the beach several
0: years Being ago. In panic. Yeah. Well, and. Like I was at the beach and you could see all these people. There had there was a shark trapped. Like the tide had come down and it was trapped between Aww. the um, sandbar and the the uh, shore. Poor baby. And normally you should just be like, okay, there's a shark over there. Maybe don't go over there. Right. And we'll wait until the tide comes in and like like he was fine. He had enough like room. Yeah, yeah. Dumb shits were getting within like feet of it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, like a lot of the whole shark eats people thing is probably because y'all dumb. I mean, I'm surprised they weren't like, hold on, let me slather my leg in butter and make it more appetizing for you. Yeah. So, yeah. Word. I get that. And like Brody said, um, not Brody, uh, Hooper said, Hooper. like, a human in the water is like, the exact movement it makes while it's swimming is very appetizing. Is what it's, <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, it's what it goes for, but yeah, you're right. Like shark attacks, actual shark attacks are not as no, prevalent as people no, me, as no. people think.
1: Please, please actually read real stuff on that. That's yeah. and again, a lot of it is because of this movie, which made the writer of the book like go, "Oh, Feel really fuck. bad." Yeah, he didn't mean it. Um, last piece of trivia that I have: the license plate that Hooper removes from the shark's body has the, the number Louisiana double O seven on it.
0: Yeah, was that on purpose?
1: This is a reference to Steven Spielberg always having the desire to direct a James Bond film.
0: Oh, my God. What a nerd. And like being he fan, is such a
1: nerd. Being a fan of the James Bond franchise. Also, actor Robert Shaw, who played Quint. Right. Plays the Bond henchman, Red Grant, in the James Bond film from Russia with Love. Aww. Oh, Brought that nice man some flowers.
0: Um, I have nerdy things, too. Okay. The only thing I have left are goofs. Okay. Okay. So, um... The Jaws ride at Universal, because in case y'all haven't noticed, I'm a theme park nerd. Um, The Jaws ride at Universal, it was huge. It was this huge lagoon. It was this, you know, Mm because you were, and it actually had its own land. It was like, it was Amity Island. Like you came and it was the it was Fourth of July and there was a carnival going on around and like cool the, the 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 um the ride was like the showcase and like you were you were gonna go on a shark tour and like oh yeah we had we had some problems a couple years ago and da 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 like it was it was cheese ball but it was fun but um so when that was finally closed in twenty twelve to make way for the Harry Potter expansion mm-hmm. um there are three references to Jaws and or sharks. In the Gringotts, in the um not Gringotts, uh, Di- Diagon Alley. Alley, yeah. Um, there is a record that is kind of a, qu- a quint quote.
1: And it's then a there- quint,
0: yeah. And then there are shark bones in one of the display cases, and then there are shrunken heads that it will sing occasionally, and one of the songs they sing is the uh Spanish rose one or whatever. Aww. That quint, yeah. So there are references. Oh, that's cool. Because I mean, like. That was a huge part. Like I have really, really good memories of that from when I was like eleven, twelve years old. Oh, so yeah. So I thought that was cool.
1: I was fifteen when I went to Universal Studios in California. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, that was before either of my children were born. Yeah, that was,
0: a long time that was before it was a theme park. That was just the studio that yeah, they opened up which and did was, the tram ride. Which
1: I, what I do? I mean, I remember the Psycho House, mm-hmm. and I vaguely remember Jaws, and we watched some something. Yeah like at a stage Being production or something. Yeah. Uh, nothing memorable, but I do remember enjoying it. I just yeah. don't remember a whole lot. We did yeah. I was in California visiting my uncle with a bunch of my, my brother and my cousins. Yeah. And we were there for 10 days and we crammed so much crap into those 10 days. Yeah. I mean, we went to you Disney went World, we went to Disney World, we went to Universal Studios, we went to Knott's Berry Farm, we went to SeaWorld. Yeah. I mean, every single day. Yeah, we were somewhere, so. Ooh. So that's I mean, it's like when I went to to Europe. Yeah. Last year and I was like, where you go? Tower but Jaws of was included in that. Jaws was there.
0: Jaws has been iconic f- from the word go pretty much.
1: Well, Star Wars just celebrated uh A New Hope's 40th anniversary. That was yeah. May 25th.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, that's insane to me.
1: I know. So, all I have left are goofs. Okay. There were 23 pages. Oh, Jesus. So many things were wrong with they this were, film. But they, were they, like, all... Well, I, I mean, no it, get, A lot of it was
0: pretty nitpicky, though, right? A lot of it was
1: very nitpicky. Um, boom mics being visible, which I have, like, one listed. Um, background characters being in the wrong places. Yeah. Uh, continuity. I mean, well, we were talking about this on the way from picking up dinner. We were talking about how... In 1975, you go to the theater and you see the movie. You may not see it again for ten years. Yeah. Where nowadays you can pause it and look at every single screen over and over and, and people, over. And people do have YouTube
0: videos of all your shit yes. and like yeah. I think it's so. a different it's a it's a different mentality and it's a different way to consume media than right. when this was first created absolutely
1: and and I got to, when I got further down into the list some of the goofs were repeated. Yeah. So I cleaned out a bunch of stuff, and I got what I thought would be interesting. interesting. Right. And some of it, like, I have uh, one boom mic visible. After the boat's engine has died, and Hooper tells Brody and Quint that he will go into the shark cage, you can see a reflection of the boom mic in the window behind him moving from left to right. See, I didn't notice that. Because you were too engaged in the scene. Right, right. So, that, like, I forgive a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, some, there's some audio-visual unsynchronized. When Chrissy is attacked by the shark, her mouth doesn't match her screams. Oh! Uh, as the shark passes the orca and Chief Brody fires his gun, the second gunshot can be seen hitting the water before the gun fires it. Oh, okay. When the old fisherman yells at his friend to swim faster and not look back, his mouth movements are not consistent with what he's saying. But I didn't <laughs> notice any of that. Yeah, I didn't either. Even when Because I, I did all this research this morning and then rewatched it, and, and I just still, even though I was looking for stuff, there's only yeah. a couple of things that I actually saw. Yeah, and audio sync
0: errors usually drive me up the wall, so it must have been my new... Well,
1: when I saw Chrissy, I was like, okay, yeah, there it is. But the rest of it, I didn't really notice. Yeah. Uh, some character errors. Okay. When Brody's in his office typing up the coroner's report, he misspells it coroner. Although I read in another place some people are playing that off as this is his first like yeah first time there well, he was already shooken up from seeing they, the body Where did they
0: come from? They didn't New York that.
1: City. Oh it was it was it New York City? Yeah they kept talking cuz when he he they're at the hospital cuz Michael has in shock and he's got to stay overnight he hands him Sean the younger boy mm-hmm. and he tells her do you want to take her home and she says do you mean New York? Oh, Okay. So yeah they're from okay. That's what I picked up. Okay, I feel like they would. But he was a cop accents. there, so yeah. But yeah, he spells corner corner. Because
0: I was gonna say, like, if he was from another small town, like no, he, was he might not se- have had. Because
1: he talks about yeah, there you know you had to walk your kid. You couldn't let your kids just walk. Yeah. You had to walk your kids to work, and he that was about why the, there was the, the appeal of, of amity Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, when Brody starts to make the payday call in the Orca, he places the mouthpiece to his ear. <laughs> that I did see. Uh, when Chief Brody is talking to Larry Vaughn on the ferry, before uh, he says, I appreciate him just reacting to what I was told. He calls him Harry instead of Larry. <laughs> uh, after Hooper and Brody necropsy yeah. the tiger shark. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Hooper wants to go out and search for the rogue shark, say, stating it's a night feeder. All of the attacks happen either early morning or in the daytime or at dusk. He almost never attacks at night. No. Just Even Chrissy. though he does, he does. He comes right, he says, it's a night feeder. And you're like,
0: not so much. Yeah. I mean, Chrissy was, but. Also. There's
1: continuity errors. Uh, Alex Kittner's reward said he was killed on June 29th. But when Chief Brody is typing his medical report on the death of the girl. Yeah. He types July 1st as the date. Um. Uh. The police report that Brody is typing for the first victim says that her death occurred at 10.50 p.m., but the sun was obviously shining when she entered the water. Also, the time of the discovery of her body is stated as 10.20 p.m., but is obvious the next morning when her body is discovered. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because Brody had just gotten out of bed. Yeah,
0: he would have gotten called in the night before if she would have been found.
1: So, here's the continuity errors. Okay. Oh, gosh, there are so many... When Hooper's measuring the bite radius of the tiger shark, he puts his measuring tape away more than once. <laughs> uh, apparently, there are magic barrels. There are five yellow barrels on the orca. After they get the third barrel in the shark, Quint walks past the barrels with his harpoon gun, and there are still three barrels left. Okay. Uh, after Quint says Hang on now We're just We're going around On a side shot Shows three barrels On board Forty seconds later When Brody says Watch it stay clear There are only two Okay uh, The machete likes To move around a lot They're sentient barrels They are uh, Yeah the machete That Quint Throws into the side Of the, the boat Yeah Because he, he was Going to cut the, the rope Because he was Going to pull the back Of the boat off He's right, got the right. machete Out to cut the ropes And he Does the funk. Mm -hmm. On the side It comes and goes The rest of the movie (laughs) Uh, When Hooper and Quinn Are comparing their scars Hooper shows him A larger scar On his forearm But later When he's climbing down A ladder And the boat engine Has died And Hooper has The sleeves pulled up The scar is gone That big long one That was right here Oh yeah Disappearing scar Uh oh And there's a There was a lot more Yeah Like characters in the background That would appear and disappear They hire people for continuity these days They really do They really
0: need to hire us Uh,
1: When Hooper visits Brody's home He brings two bottles of wine Yeah he does Brody pours himself a large measure And I'm like yeah And then gives his wife and Hooper some If you look at the bottle Firstly it seems rather full For the amount he's just poured And second level Secondly the level changes from shot to shot Sometimes it's above the label Sometimes it's below That's always really hard to do I want a magic wine bottle Yeah that's the only reason I left that in there is magic I want a wine magic bottle. wine bottle.
0: Call Steven Spielberg.
1: <laughs> when Brody attempts to make a Mayday call on the radio, a liquor bottle is next to the radio. When Quint comes in to smash the radio, there's a wine bottle next to the radio. They like liquor. Magic and wine. wine bottle. Yeah. And uh, the actually the stuff in Jaws is supposed to take place during the Fourth of July weekend. Right. Right. In New England. That time of year, the temperature in New England during the day usually ranges from mid-70s to mid-90s mm-hmm. Fahrenheit. With a very few exceptions, their extras are wearing long pants, long sleeves, heavy jackets, wool hats, etc.
0: Yeah, I noticed that in the, at the very first scene when they were at the bonfire. I was like, they're all very fully dressed. Now, that was,
1: uh, that was in the evening, though. The yeah, bonfire was in the evening. But yeah, there were a lot of long sleeves going on because this mm-hmm. was film- it was filmed in the fall.
0: That's the other attraction of filming at a at a lower uh you know point in the globe is you can it can be warmer.
1: So the guy the corpse that's found in the bottom of the boat. Yeah. Ben Ben Gardner. Yep. When he's found he's clean shaven. But when he he went out to join the shark hunt, he had a mustache. The, so the shark shaved it apparently he shaved while he was the,
0: there. the shark was like, listen, dude, not many people can pull off just a mustache. Let me take care of that for you. Let me scrape this right my here. teeth
1: yeah that's, that's how
0: that's how it went down
1: uh, when they drag Michael out of the water, they talk about he's in shock. yeah uh, Brody goes and grabs some blankets. He grabs a red blanket and a brown blanket mm-hmm. next shot his wife has a blue and brown blanket. Uh, he's in shock. I have a blanket. Yeah, not a shock blanket
0: though. I feel like it should have been orange.
1: That's in Britain, honey. Okay. Crew or equipment visible? Oh, oh my God! There, there are a so lot many. of that. No, I cut out a lot of it. <laughs> in the underwater scene, when the shark attacks the cage, just when Hooper escapes, we can see the rigging that maneuvers the shark. Oh. And some of this could possibly be edited now in the more current versions. Yeah. When the two barrels pop out of the water, there's a cut to Brody and Hooper, then a cut back to the barrels with the orca in the background and the shot. Quentin is on the bridge while Brody and Hooper are at the stern. But if you look closely, you can see a crewman moving around inside the cabin.
0: <laughs> it's just haunted. It's a haunted ship.
1: A bar of satellites is reflected in the air tank that Brody sends flying aboard the orca. Brody sends flying aboard the orca. Yeah after hoisting up the damaged cage when quint walks over to stand beside brody and a crew member's head is reflected in the window behind the ladder i didn't notice that either yeah i didn't notice a lot of this no uh the close up shot of hooper's air tanks that brody accidentally spills into the decks reflects a six lamp light tree oh. used in the location setup all right all right now we have a couple there were a lot of plot holes some okay. of them i didn't think were very significant okay so i just grabbed a couple okay after finding and losing the shark tooth from Ben Gardner's boat... Yes. Hooper and Brody try to convince the skeptical mayor what they have seen. hmm The mayor doesn't believe him, since Hooper has lost the tooth. But what about Ben Gardner's badly damaged boat and the decapitated head? No one mentions any of that. Yeah, I thought that, too. Like,
0: I was like, what are you going to blame the fact that, like, his boat is in pieces and
1: he dead on... Uh. Ben Gardner, who is later found dead, is shown with his hands on his boat's window as it's going out for the shark hunt. A young crewman wearing a black jacket is seen standing right behind Gardner. A third crewman has to be driving the boat to keep it straight and avoid hitting all the other boats. Although it's presumed that the two crewmen are also killed by the shark, no one in Amity seems to notice their fates, and there's no mention of them in the film. It's always just Gardner. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> i thought that was pretty hilarious oh my
0: gosh and two rando transients
1: and this guy and then there's this guy yeah yeah so that's all that's that's it. yeah that's narrowed down
0: the from... the, the mayor was trying to nope it real hard he really was he, he was not using and, logic
1: and what was it um they find the tiger shark when Hooper visits them uh, look who's coming to dinner the <laughs> uh, who's coming to dinner scene. Yeah. And he tells them, that's why I'm going into where Hartford or wherever tomorrow to tell them you still have a shark problem here. Yeah. And Brody's like, why would you do that? Because like, if you just don't tell anybody. Brody was
0: so excited when they had caught the shark. Yeah. He was just like, that's great. I, hey, really? You was. could see the relief
1: because he wanted it His, so bad. Roy's physical acting was yeah. incredible. Yeah, to be I honest.
0: thought. He did a much better job than I think he got credit for in this. I agree. Yeah. Um, it Because everybody
1: looks Dreyfus, Dreyfus, Dreyfus. Right. It was very nuanced. It really was. And so I, I think he did a really good job. I think he did too. You could see the fear on his face. You yes. could see the concern. When they brought in the tiger shark, you could see how he was so excited. He was patting people on the back and he was he like, was yeah, get, a get good pictures. Old time. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. The pure relief. Mm hmm.
1: And well, I can like, you imagine as a, but if you can imagine as a parent, yeah, because cause what I
0: got from him was relief for the danger, not for oh we might lose Fourth of July dollars, right? That you got from the absolutely, mayor, absolutely,
1: because he cared about the people, right, right. And the mayor, of course, I mean, I mean, I, I'm totally get where the mayor's It coming is a from. It was a real
0: concern. And it just shouldn't have been the top concern. And the
1: mayor has to answer to the city council. Yep. Who apparently had an answer to them all yeah, It was in the book. Question mark, question mark. Well, apparently somebody had an affair with the wife too, and I think was it Hooper? Ooh. Maybe it was Hooper that had an affair with the wife.
0: Damn, son.
1: I don't remember. But yeah, it's totally not yeah, part not of the relevant. story. It's not relevant at all. Yeah. Oh, that's everything I have. But I think for the
0: most part it holds up pretty well.
1: I think it does too. Yeah. Yeah, I think the story totally holds up.
0: Yeah. I feel, uh, now that I know the hell that went into oh my making God, this so I'm like I'm surprised hell. we have a movie at all this is
1: like the movie that should never have been made yeah but yeah but because the film was made Steven Spielberg John Williams just their careers have become phenomenal I mean Steven's either if there's a super good movie it's mm-hmm. either Spielberg or Or Ron Howard, or Rob Reiner. Well, it was so weird, though, because Spielberg's become such a prolific producer.
0: Yeah, it's weird to see him as a director. But it was weird to see on one of his films two people's names that I did not know, produced by da 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 da. And I was like, who the
1: fuck is that? Somebody else. It wasn't Spielberg. I was like, that is decidedly not Spielberg. This was also 40 something years ago. Spielberg was a wee bab. Yeah, he was a wee babby.
0: Spielberg? I don't, he's, what is it? He's in his 60s, I think? um hold on we're gonna look oh. seven oh god he's 70 now no yep born in 1946 he's just now 70 so he was like not even 30 when this was made wow He was, he was a punk kid He was a young, young bow. He was a punk kid, look at all the shit he did Being entrusted with a shit ton of money that he did not manage very well
1: (laughs) And if you look at his uh, known for list on IMDb What is not there? (laughs) Jaws Jaws Well, a lot of it is Oh, oh, that's his producer
0: Producer though, yeah Uh, So like, he's pretty prolific as a producer Oh, he's
1: produced 180 movies, he's directed 57
0: Yeah, that's a lot more than he's directed Because it's, you know it's it's a bigger endeavor, time wise. Oh, he to, did direct
1: Bridge of Spies. No wonder yes, I he can't did. stop watching that. Yes, he did. Lincoln. He did the Crystal God, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal yeah. Skull. Oh, yeah, I st- I can't. I still. There's another used one to watch supposedly it. in the works. You ever seen, I, have you ever watched The Terminal? Yes. Okay. I was gonna say if you haven't watched The Terminal, you need to watch. No, it's the very Terminal. good.
0: It's very good. I'm surprised Tom Hanks wasn't secretly the shark because he's worked with Tom Hanks like a bajillion times. Well,
1: Tom Hanks is, uh, he's a big producer now. Yep. But
0: look, him and John Williams.
1: Yay. And John Williams. But yeah. Well, they're pretty tied together now, so. Yeah. They come, they both come from the same they're era. They're a package deal. They come from the same era. Yeah. Well, they don't work together that much, but.
0: No, but. I mean, what they've done is iconic. Yeah. I mean, John Williams did all the Indiana Jones movies.
1: And that was Spielberg, yeah. And that was Spielberg.
0: He did dun, Jaws, da, dun, and that was Spielberg. Dun, da, dun. Yeah. I mean, like
1: he'd done a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I mean, they're just of that era.
0: Yeah. I mean yeah.
1: the the Jaws brought in right, Jaws. I really, honestly feel like the movie Jaws rang in a brand new era. A lot of people always think back Star Wars. Yeah. But Jaws predates that. Yeah, and I, I,
0: I just didn't... I kept thinking of them as around the same time. Well, that kind of is around well, the same Well, I mean... Time. I, yeah, but in movie years, that's like an eon. That's true.
1: Yeah, because well, I thought... I was thinking Jaws was like 79.
0: Yeah, I was thinking it was late 70s, early 80s. I didn't realize it was as old as it yeah. is.
1: And again, I think it holds up. It really does hold up. I think you could... I'm totally not suggesting you remake Jaws. Oh, God, no. God, no. You know somebody will at some point. I hope not. But you could remake that same story today. Yeah. And the plot would hold up.
0: Yeah. And you know what's funny? We, and we've talked about this before. The The industry has gone to literally the entire movie is CGI
1: to you know what it would look good to have a practical prop here because i mean if you think about uh star wars yeah i mean star wars is a great example if you look at star wars the the a new hope uh a lot of the those were paintings yeah and like the laser stuff
0: was what was added later
1: ships were actual models that they filmed the the scrolling screen was an actual scrolling (laughs) screen yeah and like but then you look at the prequels yeah, which like and then like, you got so CGI heavy, like Jar Jar Banks. <gasps> it was very, very CGI heavy. But then you, which that was several. What was that? A couple decades ago?
0: Yeah, that was the early two thousands or late two thousands or so, late nineties.
1: So then uh, you look at uh, Force Awakens, and they were so excited. BB Eight was do, on set. BB Eight was on set when they did. Remember when they did uh, Comic Con that year, before, mm-hmm. the summer before it came out, mm-hmm. and they brought out the. Um, the little creature dude mm-hmm. with the the backpack with the little creatures up on top of it. And that and was compl- yeah. very practical. So, yeah, we have gone from practical effects to all CGI back to practical. effects. So I feel like if this was remade,
0: which I'll tell you the reason why it hasn't been. Anybody can make a shark movie and not call it Jaws and they don't have to pay anybody any money. Yeah. But um, if it was remade, I, f- I would hope that we could do a practical effect.
1: They could touch it up with CGI, oh, yeah. but, like, we oh, have the connect- technology now. We have now. the technology to make it bigger, stronger, faster. Yeah. Bitier. Bitier. Teethier. tornadoier. No. Are you saying that
0: Sharknado should not be treated seriously in the shark genre of movies? That's
1: exactly what I'm saying. Sharknado. I've never seen I have it. not actually I've seen it. I've never actually seen them. Yeah. Although that's the same people who made, um... Sherlock Holmes and Dinosaurs. Yes, it is. Which is a frightening, frightening thought. I feel
0: that was practical effects, some of them. Some of them were too practical. Some of them
1: were a little too practical,
0: yeah. (laughs) But one of the funny things is um, in uh, Back to the Future Part 2, where he travels to the future, um, 2015. He goes back to the future? I still don't have my hoverboard, goddammit, uh, Mattel. Um, But in 2015, Marty sees Jaws 23... Because at that point, like, they were churning out Jaws movies like they were going out of style. Word. Um, And it was directed by Max Spielberg. (laughs) Oh, gosh. But I feel like, yeah, like, if somebody did end up trying to make Jaws again, which I really would not put it past Hollywood, I feel like they could do a practical. They're rebooting everything.
1: Yeah, I feel like they could do a practical. My only concern is these days, with all of the science that we have. yeah that a character like quint would be a lot harder to accept
0: yeah it would almost have to be a period piece yeah it would almost have to be set in the 70s totally um well hell stranger things did in 80s so
1: who knows so what was your favorite scene (sighs) um the whole movie i already told you mine but i'll tell you again Mine would be when Brody's chum in the water and the shark comes up and that look on his face, is, We need a bigger boat. That's I, I mean I think I handstand. think that's mine too. I mean yeah. I, I do love the
0: dinner scene.
1: Um, oh, the Hooper Yeah, wife. because
0: I feel like I feel like it was really important for Brody to have somebody like um like Hooper to kind of voice the thoughts that were churning in his head. He knew something wasn't wasn't right. But he didn't
1: want him to he say it. He didn't want it to no, be. he didn't want him but to. But
0: that was it the whole so. reason he was being broody with his wife because like if he legitimately thought that that was like, oh, danger's out, no danger here, like he would have been he would have acted differently. He knew. Yeah. And so I felt like Hooper being there and being so in his face with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I, I I like that partnership. But yeah, that that we're going to need a bigger boat you, part. Could you ship it? Yeah, oh yeah.
1: Oh the, yeah. Bro- the Brody and the Hooper?
0: Oh yeah. Absolutely. Well,
1: yeah, because when Hooper, at the very end of it, when Hooper comes up out of the water and he's asking about Quint and he's like, no, and I'm like, okay, and now, kiss. kiss. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Sarah's favorite scene. Oh, yay. Was when they're all singing in the boat. Aw. Yes, the the boat stuff was great. That was pretty much the second half of the movie.
0: Yeah. And I feel like that could have been really draggy and boring and... One note,
1: but once they had just those three characters to focus on, yeah, and let those three actors do what those actors apparently do well, yeah, yeah. But like
0: thinking about making Jaws again, and that's and that's why I think like some of these, and it's become a running gag because there is not just Sharknado, like they have made other ones, um, so many. So I feel like. Everybody's gotten the 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 punchline so to speak with the, with the shark stuff like we know what they're going to do mm-hmm. shark's going to come out of the water shark's going to bite things shark's going to that's what sharks do um so i feel like the shark movies have gotten so ridiculous because they f- keep feeling like they have to one up so I don't know, like, today's audience, and I sound, like, old, and, like, I'm being, like, yeah, millennials. You know the
1: difference. 40 years I is don't, a completely new I generation. I don't know of that
0: just having a straight up Jaws remake without making it, like, a zombie shark or whatever, like, I don't so know that that plays, because we we have Jaws, and Jaws has held up. Yes. So if I really want a straight up Jaws, like, I'm just gonna go watch Jaws. And I've said That's Jaws true. a lot in, like, this one sentence.
1: <laughs> so Jaws. much Jaws. The Jaws Jaws, Jaws. The Jaws just stop, please. Just stop.
0: <laughs> no, like the fourth movie is it, it's it's Jaws the revenge, the revenge, yeah, the revenge. I just keep wanting to make it into a verb. The revengeing, the revengeing, <laughs> the sharkening. Uh, the shark. Just, just stop, <laughs> please. It entertains me. Don't judge me. You're not supposed to judge me. I will judging you is my fun. I know, right. Kink shaming is my kink. (laughs) Kink shaming is my kink. So, yeah. I I think this is a really enjoyable movie and it felt like a summer blockbuster. It really does. Like, it's one of those where you sit there and you're and you feel like, yeah, it's really hot out and it's like it puts you there. It did feel hot, even though people were in long sleeves. But it like it puts you with the blue sky and the So even though the temperature might not have been as high, it looked like it. And it had the white sandy beaches Mm -hmm. and like it puts you in that mindset. Um, So I think it did that really well. I Um, can agree with all that. Plus, I think it it probably made Spielberg a better director in a lot of different ways. Oh, my
1: God. I think it knocked his hubris way down. Probably
0: did. It probably like gave him a big old slice of humble pie. He's probably very grateful he still has a career because I'm telling you, if that thing would have tanked. He probably he would probably have been would directing have Sharknado Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> They would have be been like, oh, you're the shark yeah. guy
1: You can't blow that much money Mm-mm. And that much time Mm-mm. And piss off your studios that much Yeah And live Yeah. So, but yeah, Jaws is the movie that gave us John Williams and Steven Spielberg Thank you And that just blows my mind I know, isn't that crazy? That's insane Oh <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else.
0: I don't either. Um, I don't know what our next random movie is going to be, so
1: I can't pimp it. So, yeah, send us some suggestions. Yeah.
0: I know. I think we're going to shoot for doing it when it comes out because we did the miniseries. Yeah. And because you have to come see it with me. Hopefully. Well, I
1: will hold your hand. It's yeah. Fine. I will hold your hand. Uh, we will be. Uh, but we, that's like we a ways. just recorded Guardians of the Galaxy. That's going to be in our MCU movies feed, though. Yep. Yep, and we will be doing Spider Man this summer, which will also be in our MCU feed. Which will also be in our MCU feed. We don't have any other random movies planned right now, but but that it does... is almost summer blockbuster season. So who the fuck? Who knows? knows? There's tons of movies coming out, and we cannot decide what to go see and what not to go see. So if it mostly want...
0: becomes can we? Do we think we can talk about this for at least an hour without like so? Yeah, being it, terrible. We
1: may not be able to check ran, watch the random, random revelries. revelries feed, yeah. which is our catch all podcast, which we'll talk about. Video games so I can probably talk about How I finally beat Batman Arkham Asylum Yeah In one week Cause you will Cause I will Tonight Yes you will Um So oh, yeah. yeah Yeah it could be on there Cause
0: w- Hopefully we'll see more movies Than we have lately
1: What I'm trying to say Is just follow all of our Damn feeds Yes Do the thing Follow them They love you All of them
0: Do it Do it Do the thing <laughs> No, I don't have anything else other than being creepy. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening, guys.